Welcome to Sports Society. Here's your host, Andrew Faust. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the show that never ends. This is Sports Society. Here, we've got a a guest that I haven't had on in a minute. And then it's kind of come full circle because the first time I had him on, we were giving predictions for NFL playoffs. And now we're, in a way, giving predictions for next season. And, and uh, you know, without further ado, give it, a, give, it a, uh, give it a nice warm welcome to Riley Diffley. Riley Diffley. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Riley, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just wonderful, Andrew. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Never better. It's it's uh it's great to have you on again. And like I said, I mean, we're coming back at you after having you on like maybe like a half a year ago. I don't. When I started this, it was like it was December. Right after, it was right after Super Bowl, I think. Was it? Because mm, we because it was me and Tate, and we were talking about the best. That's right. But I'm talking about first time I had you. Oh yeah, that was early December, maybe. That was yeah. That's what I was gonna say. That's because that's when I started it. I think I had uh, Mason, and then I had you. I think you yeah. you two were my my very first. But yeah, okay. so Riley was on my second ever official podcast, and so to have him back on is excellent. And you know, we are now to the pretty much the end of our of our college semester uh, or yeah, college first freshman year. Uh, how was your freshman year, Riley? Dude, it was wild. So yeah. busy all the time. Felt like I never caught a break, but at the same time, it felt like I had so much time on my hands to just do whatever I wanted. Freedom. It was, it was amazing, dude. I got got a got a chance to come up and see you guys at Mizzou a couple times. Sure. So couldn't have been couldn't have been more happy with that. Um, yeah. Overall, grades are good. You know, life is good, man. Life is good. I I love to hear that. Yeah, for me, dude, it felt like, dude, it felt it feels already like I'm done with my like sophomore year. It feels oh, like it's it's taken so much longer than that. It feels like it like I've been here for so long, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's nice to and next next year I don't know what your living uh, quarters are going to be next year, but for me, I'm not going to be on campus. So I'm going to be a little bit off campus, but uh, I think it's going to be nice to kind of have my own room and stuff like that. So definitely going to be rolling out more content than ever next year, which I'm excited for, and yeah. especially this this summer. So, but yeah, I mean, talk a little bit about that new jersey you got there. I know you were telling me before we started the recording, but that is a fresh, fresh uh, little jersey you got there. Yeah, so my uncle, uh, shout out Tim Axley. Um, he's not really my uncle. He's kind of an uncle. He treats me like a like a nephew, almost like a son. Yeah. Um, he's my dad's fraternity brother from, from college. Um, he's a big Oklahoma Sooners guy. Um, and I get a text from him one day, and he said, hey, I was out traveling, and, and I thought of you. Um, I got something coming your way. And I said, all right, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Like, I can't wait to see what it was. Comes up. This is great. That's nice. Jalen Hurts jersey, official sideline wear. Um, I don't even know. They make these gray jerseys, I feel like, for every team. Um, mm-hmm. But no team really wears a gray jersey except for Detroit. I was going to say, I didn't. I haven't seen those. Yeah. But, but it's sick. It's, yeah, those are tight. It's so tough. It's my new favorite jersey of anything that I have. So shout out, shout out Uncle Axe for getting me this. But I love yeah, that. Nice. Those are yeah, those are those are fresh. Um well, as we know, the the NBA playoffs have been going on. I know you probably I don't know how, how well you've been following that. Um but bigger news than the NBA playoffs right now, especially with the stage that we're in, Dylan Brooks is not coming back to Memphis. He has been um, pretty much expelled from the team. It, it's already, we're not even two, we're 
we're like two months away from free agency, and they're already saying that he will not return to the team. So yeah, isn't he going to China? That's what I mean. It's an ongoing joke. I, I realistically, I think a a lower tier team is going to pick him up because yeah. his stock is at an all time low right now, and yeah. so. Um, I mean, people forget that Dylan Brooks, although how much I hate him, and that's you know very well noted on this podcast, he averaged 25 points a couple of years ago. Like the dude, he has in, in him somewhere, he has a score, um, he has a good player because he can be a really good two-way player. He's just, uh, he's kind of lost himself, especially this year. So Yeah, he's gotten, I feel like he's gotten caught up in a lot of the, a lot of the drama um, yeah. going on in the league. And Go ahead, take that hat off. Show off that, show off that oh. cut. Yeah, uh, if you guys remember back around Super Bowl time, I did make a bet that I would shave my head. Um, it happened at Spring Formal. It was a lot worse than this originally, but Sunday when we got back, I went over to Great Clips, got him, got him to fade me up right. So yeah, dude, I was texting you about coming on the podcast uh, on Snapchat, and I just saw your Bitmoji, and I hadn't seen your I hadn't seen your cut yet, and I was like. Is this even Riley that I'm texting right now? Like, is this the right yeah, person? Bro. It's so but, different, dude. Yeah, and like then you send me a picture. Almost. It's like, it's almost like that picture of me and you whenever we were super little. At like yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. When, when we both had our buzz cuts. It's wow. almost that time for me, too. I, I, I'm doing the look same thing. Look at how, look at That's crazy. That's what it looked like originally, because the guy who cut it. The great clips did this, man. No, that wasn't what Great Clips did. But okay. Great Clips fixed that. Um, yeah. But he only did it on one side. He did that on one side. And then he was like, eh, it's fine. The guys at wherever you go will fix it up tomorrow. <laughs> I said, are you going to me like this? Then, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. And then he no messed you up. shops were open. So I had to go to Great Clips. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's... <laughs> oh, man. It was um, yeah, it's almost that time for me, dude. I I'm getting one, especially this summer. I'm gonna be out outside so much for work. It's just it's kind of an investment thing for me. And I you know I've told I've told my lady to kind of bunker down because I'm gonna be looking rough for this. You know, for I don't think like when I get it, obviously I look weird, but like I think like the weeks following, whenever your hair is like starting to grow out, you look kind of like a lunatic. You kind of look like you've lost yourself. So we're going to see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes for me. We'll see how it fares. But I, I I, mean, within a week and a half, I will be at the stage that you're in completely looking like a newborn. So yeah, that's going to be that's going to be exciting. But I got to say, I think you look really good with that. I think that you should. I, I think that you you should probably even, you know, main that, you know, I, I really like it. I, I, granted, I haven't seen you in person, but. I know. I was thinking about like keeping the little fade on the side, and then maybe going into a little bit longer on top, so just so that I have something. Sure. I don't know how much longer I'm gonna have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we gotta play golf, man. Dude, I know. We gotta go play golf. Let's do that this summer. Let's let's dude, definitely I'll get do that. Bell Reed. Don't you worry about it. I'll Bell find Reed. a way. Okay. I'll find a way. Yeah, dude. We we gotta get uh us us uh us too and we got to get chase too i haven't talked to chase in a minute i miss that guy yeah i texted him a little while ago i don't see how he was doing he's been so yeah. busy with, with stuff stuff but that's going on in his life but... on the queue also texted me and said he wanted to play with me and you he's a big um, golfer yeah he's uh he's coming down to most eight next year so he was reaching out about just social life and and if there's a golf club team or not and i said i think so but I haven't been <laughs> in a yeah. while um, he was like, cause I'm trying to try out for that. And I was like, all right, bet. Maybe we can play over the summer. And he was like, yeah, maybe we can get a couple of the Mizzou guys to play too. I know Faust is a huge golfer. I was like, yeah, dude. 
I'm, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, like I try to save money, but like when it comes to golf, I will pay like any amount really to go play golf. I'm just such like a addict to it. But Dude, but I, I feel like you know we played we played quite a bit junior year, but then like with with your injuries and stuff, it was tough to play your senior year. Yeah. So so like I feel like uh, this summer we can probably get back on track with that. But um, yeah, I mean we can we can move into the NFL draft. I I think you know. It was an interesting draft, but overall, I wasn't too surprised with the order of it, to be quite honest with you. No, I wasn't either. And I was, I pulled it up earlier today, just kind of looking at it, um, just like go back through and see if anything stuck out to me. I've got it on ESPN right here. They have it by rounds. That's what I pulled up too. Um, Because I was just curious. I was like, I feel like there was, because I was at FOMO this weekend. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to really watch anything other than really the first round. So I was sitting at formal and I was like, okay, kind of keeping up with who the Eagles were picking, who are basically the freaking Philadelphia Bulldogs now. You know um, what is, is the Eagles, you know, the Eagles just get it right, man. They I, just get I, it right. I was the goat. I don't know what else to say about it. You know, he just gets the right guy, guy. He gets the right guys. How Jalen Carter can fall to nine. I, I don't know. The Eagles got him. I mean, their their defense, they just keep and Nolan Smith too. Nolan yeah, Smith is was, a dog. That pick I almost like more than the Jalen Carter pick. I agree. Because the Jalen Carter pick, like, yes, everyone was saying he's one or two talent in the entire draft. Nobody, if you look at it, nobody really needed D tackle other than us in the mm-hmm. top top ten. You could argue that Seattle needed. D tackle. I thought Seattle was going to take him. I thought they were going to get I did him too. I did too. I thought he they, he was going to get taken at five, but then they upgraded to basically the second legion of Bo- legion of boom now. Right. Um, getting Witherspoon, and I think that's a great fit for to pair with Witherspoon. Tariq Woolen and yeah. some of those dogs they got back there. Yeah, that they're going to be good. That secondary is now nasty. And then for Jalen Carter to fall to us, and then I was watching, I was watching teams draft linebackers, and I was like. What are they doing drafting Jack Campbell from Iowa over freaking <laughs> whoever else? And then who was the other outside linebacker that went before him? Oh, Will McDonald out of Iowa State. He's really good off the edge. Right? Yeah, he's he's fast. He's very fast. But he's not as fast as Nolan Smith. Well, did you see that? Yeah, no, he's not. But did you see that clip? Um, I think he was used he was used the wrong way at Iowa State. And Salah was talking about how he's gonna have him in um kind of on the edge more which i feel mm-hmm. like is going to work out for for will mm-hmm. mcdonald more because he's he's a fast he's a fast player but nolan smith he's a terrific talent anybody really coming out of georgia in the draft is i mean you can you're a safe bet picking that guy yeah it i just and then how do you feel about the uh the texans trade to get so i was going to ask you about that because i didn't understand it i didn't okay. understand it so from what i understand they gave up – what did they give up? I forget. Um, it was next year's – Second round? round no, next year's first-round pick for for the third round or for the number three pick, which is supposed to be a top five pick because it's with the Cardinals, right? Cardinals are poverty right now. Right. So I don't know how much I like this. I honestly almost would have taken Will Anderson at two because if you think about the QBs in the draft next year – if they keep that first round pick and they are terrible again, then they can go get a guy like Caleb Williams, Drake May, um, 
whoever else. There's I'm I'm blanking on names, but that draft class next year for QBs is stacked. Oh, they're gonna so be good. I don't know. I don't know how much I like them jumping up to three like that because you should have just got Will Anderson at two. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah. Now they must have really liked Stroud, or they must have really liked Will Anderson. Either one, they must yeah. have really liked um, them because they they did take a gamble and they went and got both of these guys. Now, if it pans out, this will end up being a really great move for the Texans. But I mean, it, it did seem very, very aggressive, and I was a little right. bit surprised watching it. But then again, I mean, the Texans talk about nothing to lose. The Texans right. have been the dumpster fire of the league for a minute now, and so yeah, three or four years, yeah, at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah, at least. Then AR went. AR went at four. I wanted to ask you about this because I liked it. I, I think I think it's a type of gamble that that uh, that the Colts needed. Um, I, I mean, there was talks about Levis. I didn't like Levis. I I liked um, Anthony Richardson more. And I want I, I want to hear what you you had to say about it. I like Anthony Richardson more. Um, he's a more athletic guy. I feel like. He's he's got the size, he's got the arm strength, he's got all those things that you can't teach. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's the most the, athletic QB ever to come through the draft. Yeah, ever. Yes. Which makes me think, oh, Cam Newton, like he's gonna be <laughs> kind of that kind of guy because he's big too. So he he and if you watch his clips, he runs hard, he breaks tackles like oh he, he does. Yeah, like he's a beast. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I was a little concerned about is I don't know who he's going to learn under, you know, usually, yeah. usually you look at guys like that who have the athleticism and the arm talent and all that kind of stuff. And you put them under a veteran QB so that he can kind of learn and understand how the flow of the game works at the NFL level. Right. But the Colts don't really have that. No. Well, who, so wait, hold on. Let me see. Colts, uh, QBs. So they've got, well, they, they got Nick Foles and Garner Mitchell. So yeah. he, he can learn a bit from those guys. But, yeah, I mean, if you had him under, like, a Tier 1 guy, I think that would be much, much better. Um, but, yeah, I, I completely see what you what you think. But, I think he has a chance to start. Yeah, he yeah he definitely does. It's going to be a good battle to watch that. Um, but, yeah, I did like him better than Will Levis. I honestly thought that um, Anthony Richardson had a chance. Maybe the Panthers would like – him and trade down to get him at top five, ten, possibly. Yeah. Um, because everyone knew that Bryce Young and CJ Stroud were going to go one, two. Like, yeah. everyone, like everyone and their mom knew that that's where those two QBs are going to fall as opposed to other QBs in the, in the draft. Um, but I honestly might like Anthony Richardson the best out of any of these QBs. Um, he has the highest upside, without yeah, a doubt. The sure. highest but upside. He also, but he also has the highest bust possibility in my opinion he's yeah gonna, he's either gonna be really really good or he's gonna be really really disappointed well who was that guy who was kind of um was it Trell Pryor who was with the Raiders Demarcus Russell maybe oh that's who I'm thinking of Demarcus Russell and then yes. they, that that's that story is funny they told him they gave him a blank um film tape I don't know if you ever heard that Oh yeah, and then they gave uh, him a blank film tape. Told him to watch it over the weekend and come back with notes. And he came back with a a bunch of notes on random stuff. Um, and there just was no 
film on the tape that they gave. It's just him. yeah, just a dumbass. Just uh, didn't put in the work. So no. I mean, yeah, I mean, I you could you could pr- pretty much argue that um, he kind of got what he, he kind of got what he put into it, you know? Yeah, for sure. But he he was a terrific talent, terrific talent. But we moved to five. Devin Witherspoon, listen, this guy, he he is a Seahawk. He definitely mm-hmm. is a Seahawk. If you watch 100%. him play, um, I I didn't know too much about him uh, until I picked him, and then I looked further into it. And some of the some of the his highlights that he has, his yeah, rec- his, his play best. recognition and his his uh, his quickness, the way he just like, dude, he's he is a really really good player, and I think he's going to help them out a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and his ball skills too. Like after the ball's in the air, being able to play the ball through hands all that kind of stuff crazy mm-hmm. yeah um, he's he's a good he's a good player he's a good player yeah espn says rookie of the year candidate hell that's bold so, that's bold but i can see it uh, par- uh i think the cardinals got it right they needed an o-lineman they got paris johnson yeah, he either. was he was i think the best option for them and then tyree wilson tyree wilson is the guy that i really like yeah, I think Tyree I, Wilson's really good. I also really, really like him. Yeah. So, By the way, did you see the way he picked up Roger Dell? I did not. Oh my gosh! You got to If you could find a clip of that, I mean, this guy's six six two seventy. He picked up Roger Dell like he was nothing, and he was like, he was like bouncing him around like this. It was, it was wild. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. All but right. he he looks really good. Moving down to eight. Um, Bijan Robinson. I was sitting there and I was like, "Please fall, please fall, please fall." You wanted him. I wanted him so bad, but yeah. we got Swift, so we're gonna be fine. Um, but Bijan's one of the guys that is gonna come in day one and make a difference. Yeah. Like, like they they were talking about like his receiving ability, his rushing ability being compared to. Rushing ability being compared to Saquon Barkley, but also having that receiving upside possibly of the guy like Christian McCaffrey, who yeah catches the ball out of the backfield all of the time. And especially in an offense like Atlanta, who's struggling right now to have really much of anything, he there he's gonna be their go-to guy and he's gonna get a lot of touches early. Yeah. So He's good. Yeah, he's he he looks really good. He he. I mean, he is far and away. I think the best uh, running back prospect this year. I don't think that's oh, really. Yeah. I don't it's think that's really close. in question. Yeah, it's not close. Um, which is why, and I'm gonna move a little bit further down. We obviously we can get into Jalen Carter a little bit. We already did a little bit, but um, Jameer Gibbs at 12. I didn't understand that. Um, what are they doing? Yeah, I I didn't understand that by the Lions, but. They traded up to do it too. Yeah, they traded up. It, it was it was a weird move. They must have really liked them. They must have really. I mean, knew. now so so they just got rid of um, they just got rid of Swift, right? That yeah, was he got, to Philly. He, he got traded to Philly. Yeah, he got traded to Philly. So I mean, I guess they might be trying to replace that sort of player with with Gibbs, which he does have a similar play style. I I believe yeah, to, to Swift. So. I mean, maybe that's the way they were looking at it, but I didn't understand. I think they could have got him. Where were they? Um, they were 12. Or they no, were at 15. No, they were at 15, I think. Yeah, I think they would have got him. I think they definitely would have got him. I saw something on TikTok that, which I don't know how much I believe this, but it was talking about how after they drafted him, there were a lot of GMs that texted him and were like, good work trading up for that guy. 
why he wouldn't have been there 15. Like, that was smarter to trade hmm. up, um, which I don't understand because I look at these teams and I don't see a single one. So, now, who did they, tra- who did they trade with? Um, let's, let's look. Let's see. Because that's – because these, these, uh, these three teams – it doesn't seem to me that these three guys would be picking them. I don't know. It was because it was Luke Van Ness, and then um, the Steelers got uh, Broderick Jones, who's a who's an O lineman from Georgia. Uh, I don't. I mean, the the Steelers already have uh, the Steelers already have what's his name? God, I'm blanking on his name. Najee. Najee Harris. That's right. Um, they already have Najee Harris. Green Bay already has, um, what's his name, Adam? They trade with the Patriots. Um, is that who it was? That might have been it. I think that's. What um, they already have Aaron Jones. I think Devin and Patriots. Hold on, you're, you're lagging a little bit. Just oh you're lagging a little bit right now. We both are. It, it may it may be from my we're it may good? be from my end. I think we're good. I think we're okay. It says my internet connection's unstable, but I think we're fine. Um, but yeah, going through those picks, so they had. Um, I guess maybe the Patriots would have would have maybe got them, but I, yeah, I that's what, that's what I was reading. Green Bay the, uh, and and the Steelers both don't need running backs, so that's just interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else that I thought won the draft personally, not really won it, but like did really well in the draft, is the Ravens. The Ravens got Zay Flowers at, at 23, who I think is really – I think he's really gifted. I think he's a – Yeah, he's special. Yeah, I think he can really make some, some great moves in open space. And um, and they they obviously got Lamar back. They got OBJ. They're gearing up for this year. What did he sign for? OBJ? No, uh, Lamar. What was the what did the contract look like? So Tate's usually our contract guy. Yeah, he's uh, usually the contract guy. But it's it was 185 guaranteed, um, okay. and then well, 200 five years, oh, five so years more than more than Jalen Hurts now. Yes, yeah, um, five years, 185 guaranteed. 260 total. Sheesh. That's yeah. a fat contract. Yeah. He's the – he's the, it made him the highest paid player in NFL history. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he basically just signed for his, uh, you know, grandson's grandson, grandson. I mean, that, the Jackson family is set for good, which good for him. I mean – you want to talk about a guy who I think, if he stays away from the injuries, I think he really, he really deserves it. Special. He's special. He's he, really good. He's, he's a talent that you don't see every day. That's for that's for sure. Hundred percent. Um, another. Uh, who else in the first round do we want to talk about? So Jackson Smith Najuba going at twenty to Seahawks. I think. I think Seahawks. If, if we talk about winning the draft, it was, and this is. You maybe you'll say this is biased, but I think it was either the Seahawks or the Eagles who won the first no. round, at least. Like getting 
Jackson Smith and Jigba and Witherspoon. That's exactly what they needed and exactly where they needed it. Like they didn't mm-hmm. do any, they didn't do anything special to get those picks. They just used their picks well and and they got the they got the guys they needed. Um, yeah. Um. And, yeah, I I agree with that. No, I I don't I don't think that that's biased at all. I I agree with you completely. Um. I mean, I think I think the Colts did well. I think I mean the Panthers just did what they were supposed to. I think yeah. somebody else who may have an underrated pick is the the Bills. I think Dalton Kincaid can can open up a lot for them offensively if they use him in yeah. the correct way. I just I don't I like Dawson Knox a lot. Mm. So I don't know where they were really I haven't watched a lot of Dalton Kincaid's tape and whatnot. Um so I don't know well, if it's a different play style or I think I think they're weapon. Yeah, I think they're planning on running two tight end sets over there in okay. in then, Buffalo. Then I really, then I really like that. Yeah, I think that's what they plan on doing with him. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that the Eagles did really well. Um, Mish, uh, the Cowboys got Maisie Smith, who was the right move. He, he was the right move. He's he's really good too. From Michigan, Chargers got basically Mike Williams two point Yeah, and the um, let's see, four straight wide receivers there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jordan Addison, he's he's really good too from from USC. And when Bennett hops on, I know he's gonna have something to say about that because he's a big big Vikings guy. Well, do you know that if he liked it or not? Because I think that's a good pick. I think I think he did. Um, in our little cousin or our little sibling group chat, um, we were kind of chit chatting about it. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Let me find the exact wording he used. He he did in fact like it. I think. Um, he said that's a great place um, to get that kid. Hmm. So he likes it. I think he's talented. I agree with that. But he'll definitely want to speak more on that once he hops on. But I'm for sure. When he's doing that. Um, for sure. I've, I've got to send him in. I completely forgot to send that to him an email. But either way, um, I think he's still at his dinner anyway. But um, we, we can move to the second round if you'd like to. Okay. If you, want to, um, if you want to start off with somebody that you liked. I mean, second round, we – not a lot going on, I feel like. Um, Will Levis finally got taken, Joey right. Porter Jr. Those two are the two guys, and Michael Mayer. I love Michael Mayer. Mm. I was thinking he was going to go sometime in the first round. Um, he didn't, which is okay. Yeah, because I don't know who else would have taken him. But the first first four picks, um, I don't know as much about Sam Laporta, but he's a tight end from Iowa. So okay, he's, he's got to be good if he's a tight end coming out of Iowa. No, for sure. But Joey Porter Jr., big ball skill guy. Um, I like that for the Steelers. They needed they needed that. And then. I, what do you think about the Will Levis to Tennessee? I've been talking to people about this. I don't. I don't know. I, I know. I know. Mike Frabel was pretty. I think he was pretty vocal about the fact that I don't think he really liked it. I think he because he came out and he said he was like, which I think is completely accurate. What he says, he goes, um, you know, currently Tannehill star starter, um, and then who's the other guy that got um, Malik Willis? Yeah, Malik Willis is our second string, and Levis is our our third string and people were like uh, people in like the comment section of that post were like moving up to, to draft him 
and then saying he's the third string is kind of crazy. But he has to earn it. I mean, he has right. he didn't show anything at Kentucky. He didn't win any national titles. He didn't win the um, he didn't win the uh, what's it called the SEC. He didn't win the SEC. He didn't win the Heisman Trophy. He didn't really show any standout ability at all. Really, all this was was a prospect hype that he had the yeah. right he had the right framework. He has good arm talent, and so um, he has to go out and prove it. And, and I, I mean, I don't mind the pick. I, I I thought it was kind of funny that he dropped to the second round, but I think he could pan out. I mean, there's definitely that he has that um, he has that ability, but he didn't he didn't look good in in college. So why would he pan out in the NFL? No. Right. right. Um, some someone else I wanted to talk about who I was high on that was pretty low in the in terms of the wide receiver order is who the who the Panthers got in the eighth pick of the second round, which is Jonathan Mingo. Yeah, that kid out of Ole Miss. Yeah, he is. I mean, he is another just big wide receiver out of Ole Miss. He reminds me of AJ Brown. If you go and watch him, he's six two two twenty. He I love is. Brown. Yeah, dude. And and Mingo has kind of the same ability that he has with with good uh, good rack, you know. He's yeah. he can reel in balls, um, but yeah, really really little downside to him. So I think it's a great pick there. Mm-hmm. Now I know that your your favorite pick came in the third round. Yeah, um, steal. Absolute steal at that at that number. I don't know why Steelers higher on that guy, yeah. but you don't see guys like that. Ever. <laughs> they don't go on trees, dude. This guy, this guy, they got it at the ninety third pick, Darnell Washington. This guy, I mean, so so it says he's he's fourth um, in position ranking. Um, he, he's six seven two seventy. This guy, you want to talk about? Um, just overall athleticism, size, ability, upside. Um, Darnell Washington, I, I, I've been very vocal on how high I am on him. And for the Steelers to get him at, in round three is insane. And they, they have a, a really kind of scary-looking team now. Because they've got Najee in the yeah. backfield, who's huge. Uh, George, very... George Pickens, who's a bigger uh, wide receiver. And then obviously Darnell Washington now, so they've got a a lot of threats. Absolute menace to society. Yeah. Um, Hendon Hooker went sixty um, eighth. He went to the Lions. Um, I don't. I don't know. That's. I like that pick. Long, you know, I like I ca- it. I like that pick. Um, he's gonna learn another. Is golf golf still in Detroit? Right. Um. Golf is still in Detroit. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still in Detroit. So he'll be able to figure some things out from there. Um, we got uh, another tackle, and then we added to our secondary at us as in the Eagles, getting right. that kid from Illinois. Um, and then the offensive tackle from Alabama. I like those. Um, another pick that I didn't understand, and I'm sorry to interject, is who the Saints got at eight in the third round. Andre Miller from TCU, who to me is a guy – that is, he is exactly like um, his play style. At least, is um, he is exactly like Alvin Kamara the way he plays. I, I was about to say that. I was about to comment on that. And by the way, he they said he plays like. Yeah, and they and they already have uh, Jamal Williams as well, who I think is really good. 
I think he's really good yeah. that they got from Detroit. So that I didn't really get that. I, I I'm gonna be honest, I didn't get that. So I feel like he's a kind of player that is gonna end up getting some development out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Um because he didn't really pop on the scene until last season when TCU was doing their thing. Yeah. Um, Cause I hadn't heard of him until last year. Um, but when I was watching him, he, he runs hard and he's got good. Reception, like, oh no, I liked him. I really liked him. I, I said like, I, I made a similar, he was in the same video actually that I had of Mingo where I was talking about guys that are kind of lower on the depth sheet uh, at their position. But I thought that they were really good players. And I think, you know, watching the college football playoff, he is like, he is really good. I, I really liked yeah, him. He yeah, he really is really good. Um, who two, else? Two Tennessee wide receivers going back to back in the third round: Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman at seventy three yeah, like and seventy four. Yeah, I, I like do too. Hyatt. He's he's quick. Um, but what did you compare to? I I think I compared to kind of uh, Devontae Smith a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like his route running maybe isn't as crisp. No, definitely not. Um, but similar, similar kind of deal. Yeah, for sure. At twenty, uh, or at pick twenty-five in the third round, the uh, the Panthers get Tank Tank Bigsby out of yeah. uh, Auburn. By the way, one of the best names. But yeah, Tank Bigsby. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything else that sticks out crazy in that. Now, some, something else that that kind of was, was pretty interesting to me is um, with, the, with the Miami Dolphins in the first round losing their pick. It kind of just messed up, like, because, like, on ESPN now, they have to put, like, the parentheses of what the actual pick is because yeah. – there was 32 – there was supposed to be 32 uh, picks in the first round, but instead there was only 31 because yeah. of the Miami deal. So Did they just uh, – did they what, – what happened there? I was a little confused. So the, 20, the 21st pick didn't – wasn't there. So that's why it says on this ESPN account, it, it, was, it was in line all the way to – from like 1818, 1919, 2020, and then it goes 22-21. So right. it's supposed to be 21-21, but instead – it obviously is 23 uh, or 22-21. So I think it was because of the tampering deal that they had with Tom Brady that they're actually just completely losing that pick, which is wild. Really? They lost their first-round pick, yes, because of the um, the tampering thing. That's interesting. And uh, also the – who was it? Also the um, – the Broncos did. Broncos didn't get a first round pick because they got Sean Payton. Mm. So I think that's what gave the Saints a first round pick. You know what I'm maybe, saying? Maybe because we had our original first round pick from um, Oh yeah, the Saints did. The Saints the Saints had an earlier pick and then they ended up trading they back. Were, they were ten and traded to us. That's right. To trade back. And then we ended up keeping our thirty-first pick, um, which which inevitably ended up being the thirtieth pick. You got uh, you got Kelly Ringo. How do you feel about him? Yeah, I love him. Hmm. I was watching. I was watching some because I hadn't really like heard much of him, but we were standing out by the pool at spring formal, and one of the 
one of the older guys, um, he's a huge Georgia guy. Mm. And we were all sitting there talking about the draft. And he was like, I bet you they get, I bet you the Eagles go get Swift. And I bet you they get draft some other Georgia guy. And that was Saturday morning. So that was right before round three started. Um, yeah. Around three or four, whatever, starts on Saturday morning. Um, and then later the Swift pick comes through. Because he's like, why else would the Lions draft Jameer Gibbs? And I was like, I don't know. And then I told, and then I reminded him that, and I told him that we're gonna get this guy. He was like, dude, that is a steal in the fourth round. Like he, he, let's see, position rank, position rank eight. He was originally the fiftieth overall rank out of the entire draft class. Yeah. Um, and we got him at, and we got him at one hundred five. Really good. Like that's really good. that's a steal at that at that spot. Um, and he'll be able to learn under some pretty good some pretty good guys um, the browns get I'm excited about that I'm excited to see who does yeah um the browns get isaiah mcguire out of mizzou at at 126 in the fourth round he he is uh in terms of size there's there's nothing wrong with isaiah mcguire 6'5, 270 and um i i really liked him at mizzou he was a very strong player and i hope he i hope him you know that he, he gets all the best we have a couple of uh, really notable D lineman in the um, in the NFL. I think uh, wait, who's uh, Marcus Golden is one that I know of. That's that's done really guy. well. He went to Afton. Hmm. Interesting. I don't, know, I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, he went to Afton. Um, I don't. I don't think I did know that. That's that's and very cool. Even more of a fun fact. You remember Javion Golden um, from Summit? He's in I do. In Benetrade. That's his cousin. Ah. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, that's love. That's some summit love right there. So some little, little 026 tie to our boy. Um, For sure, Stetson Bennett went to the Rams. Fourth round. That's higher than I thought he'd go. Me shoot. Me too. Hundred percent. I thought he would be more of a uh, late, late guy. Um, but Rams, I like that. He's gonna learn under Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's gonna teach him how to be an NFL quarterback. Um, I think there's a chance that he does something for probably maybe a year. Um, the only issue with him is that he's already old. Yeah. Uh, so something else that's notable with what we just talked about is that Max Duggan went at in round seven. Yeah. The the Chargers got him at seven, which I think is a steal because you want to talk about the effect that a guy like Max Duggan can have because he already has experience from college going right into the NFL. Um, and and a guy who needs a guy like like him around him is um, is Herbert. Yeah, Herbert I was needs. About this with the guys earlier because we were just looking at because I knew I was gonna hop on, so I was looking at it during class and I was like, I low key like Max Duggan and Herbert being in the same quarterback room. Yes, like they both they both already kind of carry themselves well. Like Justin Herbert, you look at all of his accolades from Oregon. He had the um, athlete scholar whatever of the year he had like a 4.7 gpa all these community service hours that he would do and he just couldn't put it together once he got to the nfl and like there he is is he here he is currently loading in he's <laughs> muted there he like, is yo, what's up B? <laughs> fellas fellas what you think there he is you look sharp you look sharp <laughs> are we live right now what's we're going so on? live we, we've oh, already been live. going We've already been going for a good bit now. We're we're into the fifth round or whatever we're at now. Fifth round, okay. Um, well, <laughs> you know, 
I don't even know what happened in the fifth round, if I'm being completely honest with you guys here. Well, Venna, we, we wanted your thoughts on Jordan Addison, okay? We wanted your thoughts I mean, on that pick. Three, if you really want me to get into it right now, I will. Just right out of the gate, I need everyone to know I'm a Minnesota Vikings guy through and through. Uh, um, I, I, I just physically can't hate the pick at Jordan Addison, 23. I mean uh, – what can, what can you say? The guy's a speedster. He's, he's electric. He can catch the ball. He can move. If the guy doesn't want you to tackle him in a phone booth, you won't touch him. That's what I'll say. <laughs> That's what I'll say. I mean, Jordan Addison is lightning in a bottle, guys. Um, I love the pick personally. JJ, Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne, write it down. That's the best receiver group next year. I don't know if there's ever been a receiver group that's had three 1,000-yard receivers, but right now <laughs> it will happen next year. whoa yikes pick number 23 pick number 23 will change 2023 write that down write it down folks i told you i told you we liked it boys i'm i'm sorry i came on here hot but uh you know i i love jordan addison so you, you asked me that right out of the gate i had to get going i know you did research after you guys picked them up or were you already looking at them I was already looking at him, you know, right. we, uh, we brought him in for some meetings. Um, we went to yes. his pro day. Um, we really liked Jordan Addison. I mean, I saw, I saw all the drafts. So, um, all the mocks. So I, I knew that the Vikings already liked Jordan Addison. Here's what I'll say. I wouldn't have been shocked if the Vikings traded up, uh, to three and got Anthony Richardson, but we didn't do that. So I like that you, I like that you talk like you were in the war room. You were, you were, re- <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's really he's, tremendous. But he's the star next draft day. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I said the next draft day movie that comes out, you're gonna be the star. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Draft day. Hey, um, I just wa- I just recently watched that movie. I'd never seen it before, and I really liked Dang, it. I was I was prepping for the draft, and I was like, yeah. I need a movie to watch tonight. What am I gonna put on? I was like, Oh, draft day. Can watch it. Great movie. I really that, like it. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah, Bennett, Bennett, you're you're coming in hot, so I want to know um, in terms of everybody throughout the draft, who do you like um, and then who do you not like that 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 in terms of like the teams, how they did? All right. So I got I got a couple of things to say here. Um, First, let's start with the guys that I do like. you know, I, I've been a fantasy football guy for quite some time now, about eight years or so. I've been playing fantasy football, and about four of them I've had a dynasty league as well. So, um, <laughs> you know, I take, I take fantasy football pretty seriously. And there's a few guys on my board that I really, really like. Um, sure. I mean, you know, the obvious is, is Jordan Addison. Um, I, you know, we're not sure what his production will be. You know, I think KJ will take a step up in the offense. I love TJ Hawkinson. He might be the best tight end in the league. Sorry, Trav. Step aside. A, I mean, yeah, I said it. Oh, my I God. Said, are we, are we serious? That's, this is not a hot takes podcast, so I'll retract. I'll retract. Um, oh, that's great. Because that guy's something else, man. But, no, uh, I mean, I love Jordan Addison. I like his fit with the offense. He's going to kind of stretch the defense. And, you know, you saw in the playoffs – the, the Vikings couldn't really do much because they would just double or even triple JJ. And then, you know, what do you do from there? Right. Uh, so, so, so that'll really help on the uh, offensive side of the ball for the Vikings. Now there are two other guys that, you know, we call them diffs dogs. 
in my fantasy league, you know, guys that I really like diff mm. dogs, guys that I ride with, you know, those are guys that I'm, let's hear it. Let's I, hear it. That I have stock in that I want stock in this year. Here's three of them. Okay. Number one, you know, no particular order off the top of my head. Number one, Deuce Vaughn. Ah, guy, he's a dog. Guy, I, he's a dog. Me. He is a dog. I mean, I watched him play in the big 12 championship. He looked good. He looked really good. He killed Mizzou. Uh, he killed Mizzou. He did kill Mizzou. He killed um, Mizzou. So I like I like Deuce Vaughn. I, I like the way he runs the ball. Um, aside from his height, his ceiling is really, really high. Uh, you know, with the Cowboys offense, they love to run the ball. Zeke is gone. That means Pollard has to take a step up, and he's never done that before. I'm not saying he's not going to do well. I think Pollard's a great football player, but – um, I think if if Deuce, you know, gets some time or gets a limited role even. or Sixth or, round, by the way, for him, who is a right. guy that I think is very athletically gifted. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. you know, if if Pollard were to go down, I think Deuce becomes a number one option. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Deuce, but I really like him. Um, <clears throat> second guy that I really like, Zach Charbonnet for the Seahawks. Mm. Like him. Um <laughs> Kind of an interesting pick, you know. He he was a rock toter at UCLA. I, I yeah. know Riley. You're probably you're probably looking through your draft sheet right now, saying, "Who is that guy? Don't even know him." <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Charbonnet. <laughs> I don't even know if his name's Zach. I'll be. I'll be <laughs> Who doesn't even know his name? Zach. I don't know, but yeah. I know his last name's Charbonnet, and I know he runs the ball hard. Seahawks. Pete Carroll. They love to run the ball. I know Kenneth Walker's a monster. Um, but again, you know, God forbid an injury from Kenneth Walker. He, he, I think he missed some time last year. Um, so, you know, if that happens again and, and, uh, he seems to take a little step up. Yeah. Andrew just found Charbonnet. Did His name is confirmed Zach. Yeah. Okay. Confirmed so, Zach. Um, yeah. Write that down. That's a diff dog. If, if you hear somebody's name and you start scratching your head wondering who's that guy, keep an eye out. Um, okay. and then my last. My last guy here, um, my last diff dog, he might be my, my guy that I'm going out and getting in every single draft, no matter what, I need to see what this guy can do. Rasheed Rice for the Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm. I mean, that guy is an absolute burner. He's, I don't know, 6'2", 200, but that guy can move, man. Um, you know, I don't know what to say. He's got the best. He's got the best quarterback, the best coach in the NFL. Um, Rashi Rice is his name. From SMU. SMU. Right. Yep. And that guy can absolutely play ball. So watch out for him, man, because if he steps in and fills that role that Kansas City's been missing since Tyreek left, he could be an absolute problem for defenses. And especially with a guy like Andy Reid, you know, oh, they yeah. got KT, Kadarius Tony, they got Trav, obviously. Um, you know, they got Jarek signed back. Um, so, so, and Pacheco, so they're loaded. Uh, they got their offensive weapons coming back, but Miko, I believe he's out of the way now. Hardman um, is, you... yeah. Where is Hardman? Uh, oh, he's Jets. with the Jets. Yeah, he's with the Jets. Yep. That's right. Um, so, so Miko's gone. Juju's gone, and you know they need a guy out there. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's Rasheed Rice. Maybe uh, what's his name? Justin Gray. He might get some time. Uh, Julian Watson might get some time. But I, I really think they like Rasheed Rice. So. Um, yeah, keep an eye out for Rasheed Rice. Those are three Diff's dogs that I love. Diff's dogs, I love it. I absolutely love it. I thought you were going to pull out Bijan B. I thought you were going to talk on I, that for a minute. Obvious pick. Um, 
he's going to get all the touches in the world, but it's a question of what, what can Atlanta really do? I don't know what their offense looks like. I mean, Desmond Ritter's kind of unproven. I like him personally, but he's got growing to do. I know that. Yeah. Um, you know, who are they throwing the ball to besides, uh, I mean, not Kyle Pitts. God forbid they ever throw the ball to him because they no. sure don't do that. No. I don't know why. They don't, don't like him. They don't like Kyle Pitts. It's, it's unbelievable. Like it's, that might be the biggest mystery in, in, in the last two or three years of football is why is Kyle Pitts not the best tight end ever? It's but, similar uh, yeah. to Luther Burden at Mizzou. Why are we not throwing him the ball? You know? <laughs> And I, I mean, I don't want to bring that up because I'm I'm really going to start to get into a, a little tangent there if we bring that up. Do it. It's Let's just, go. Come on. It's just going to be yeah, it's going to be Elias, If you're listening to the Sports Society podcast, you need to listen to me right now when I say get Luther the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's all I yeah. have to say. Get Luther the ball, man. Brady, if you're listening, fucking throw him the ball. Excuse <laughs> me. I don't know if we're bleeping that out. You can cut that out. I don't know. Throw him the ball or hit that portal. Literally, <laughs> I, if Luke hits that portal, then Mizzou football is dead in the water. Yeah, exactly. So, um, um, so something else we discussed before you came on is the Texans trading up and getting that uh, that two and three pick. So I wanted to hear your thoughts on, on them doing that and who they got. So um, I love that move uh, by the Texans org. Um, you knew they were going to go CJ Stroud <laughs> at number two after Bryce went off the board. Um I like the move by D'Amico Ryans and the Texans. I really do. I mean, Will Anderson. <laughs> why, why, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Dude, I love – dude, Riley, the faces that Riley's doing right now, I just love it. He's like – because Riley didn't like it. And I, I kind of agreed with him in the way because, like, I don't know about them getting getting to QB this year. Like, and Riley said something similar that they could get somebody next year if they're still, you know, as bad. Because next year's supposed to be loaded as well with QBs. Yeah, it's Caleb Williams and Drake May next year. I'll tell you right now, Diff Dog next year, 2023, 2024. We're talking about Drake May. I'm talking about Drake May for Heisman this year. You can write that. Drake May is is a good football player. Drake May is him. Um, And so is Caleb Williams. Now, who's the kid from Texas with a mullet? Oh, his Uh, name's Quinn Ewers. Yeah, he's supposed to be pretty good. He's all right, but he doesn't have a mullet anymore. <laughs> I don't know how good he is anymore, but he's going to end up being like a Johnny Manziel kind of guy. He doesn't do anything in the league. Yeah. Um, you know, but back to the Texans, I I think D'Amico's building a culture over there, and that takes years, right? I don't know if C.J. Stroud's the answer. I'll say that right now. I'm not a C.J. Stroud guy, but I am a Will Anderson guy. That guy can get yep. after the passer. And the first thing that you need as D'Amico Ryans you need an Alabama linebacker to lead your defense. I, I love it. I, personally, I love it. D'Amico keeping the pipeline from Alabama strong. Yeah. I love it. Um, so, you know, I, I'm with you guys. I don't hate the C.J. Stroud. or I, I, I don't like the C.J. Stroud, but I don't hate it either. You know, he's got a lot of potential. But, um, you know, the, the concerns about the test scores, that's – I mean, that's something, you know. Yeah. I, I don't that's... really know, you know. I don't really know if, if CJ is going to be able to play at the next level just because of the com- complexity of it. Um, now, some of you might be saying, well, he played at Ohio State at a pretty high level. Um, I would agree. You know, I- I'm not saying CJ's not a player. I mean, we all know he can pass the ball. I mean, Cardell Jones played at a high level at Ohio State. Where's he? Yeah. Great uh, point. He's in NCAA football. That's where Cardell Jones is. Same yeah. with JT Barrett. Like, where are they at? Yeah, JT Barrett, I 
pretty sure switched to wide receiver too. So yeah, you, can play, you can play QB at it's, high level uh, in the in in college, but once the NFL is a whole different beast. The reason the NFL, that I was yeah, the reason that I was going to say anything about CJ Stroud, the reason that I that you could have doubts about him is because the guys that he was playing with were so much better than the guys that he was playing against. What I'm going to use as an example is his wide receiver room. Year after year at OSU, it is the best in the country, um, and it's really not even a discussion. And so these guys are just – they're going to beat whoever's guarding them every single time, and it makes it a really easy game for C.J. Stroud. Now, what's not a question is his accuracy. He was hitting his guys in stride really every time. There's no doubt that his pocket presence is there. But his O-line as well, he's got a really good O-line. And, um, you know, they took took Georgia to the edge last year, and – and in that game, I think that's the best game you could watch for him to like actually see what he's made of, and um, and he still performed pretty well. So we'll see. Yeah, um, you know, really the biggest question mark for me when it comes to CJ, you know, I don't think the test scores are that big of a deal. I mean, it was it was pretty glaring how, how different his score was compared to everybody else's. You know, I I think CJ is a smart enough guy. He'll figure it out. He played at Ohio State and he played well. I think you make a great point there, Andrew. I mean, he played with some dudes. Yeah. I mean, Gary Wilson, Chris Olave, uh, uh, Terry McLaurin, Smith and, Smith and Jigba. I mean, right. the list goes on. And the best one, the best one out of all of his receivers ever is still in college, by the Marvin way. Marvin Harrison. Yeah, he's going to yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be like generated. Which, are we not going to just talk about the fact that he wore an Apple Watch during a game last year? That's wild. That's wild. And Louis. He and literally Louis put cleats. the time cleats on, and he probably scored three times. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, here, here's here's my thing with CJ. Is CJ going to be able to work through an NFL play call? Because in, in college, you know, they do a lot of audibles. They do a lot of motion. They do a lot of alert at the line where CJ gets to pick and choose, you know, where he's going with the ball, what he's doing. You know, he sees the defense that's in front of him and – that's the defense, you know, in the NFL, they'll bracket coverage. So the DBs are, you know, doing two different things at one time. One guy's playing man, one guy's playing zone. The other one over the top is playing man, you know. It, so things get a lot different in the NFL. I mean, here's a just for an example for our audience, here's an NFL play call right here. Lens to deuce right claw, Z short lander, Z strong, X revo, Z lockback can, two jet, X Monday, Astro read, alert. Money Deacon, Flo F, Panama on the Omaha. I mean, I don't know. I'm a football <laughs> coach. I couldn't tell you what that means. All I know is that John Gruden said that one time. John Gruden had to have said that one time. Yeah. Spider 2, Y, Banana, X, Curl, Z, Flat, something or another. If you're ever a football coach, Spider 2, Y, Banana has to be in your playbook. <laughs> has to yeah. I mean, get, I you know, get, we're, we're off stage. But getting back to the Texans, man, I, I don't hate the play. You know, D'Amico's trying to build a culture over there. I love um, D'Amico. Yeah, and I love D'Amico Ryans. He was a great player, great guy. So um, He was an eagle for a little while. He was. He was. So I wish him all the best in Houston, you know. I just don't know if Houston's that ball club yet. Uh, you know, we'll give D'Amico a couple years to figure it out. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, with the with the test scores, I think it was kind of a discussion whether Bryce or CJ were, was going to go first. And after the test scores came out, I don't think that was really in question at all. I think uh, Bryce Young was going to be first, and, and that was that. Yeah. Um, you know, with Bryce, I think he's got everything he needs to have except for one really important thing, and that's size. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, in the NFL, he's got guys chasing him. They're 6'4", 250, and they can run just as fast as he can. So yeah. that's going to be tough. You know, guys have done it. I mean, they're Hall of Fame guys, Doug Flutie, Drew Brees. And it was a little bit of a different era when Flutie did it. But, um, you know, we'll Russell, see. Russell Wilson will be in the Hall of Fame. And he's, he's on the smaller side, but he's a little thicker. I mean, Bryce Young weighed in at 205, but he's not going to be able to keep 205 on him. Yeah. No. Up, I think yeah. he's going to end up playing down closer to 190, 195. Water, water weight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, they he said it. Draft, but. He's, he stands around at 185, they were saying. That's like his normal his normal weight. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's going to be tough. Now, in terms of teams that won the draft, I asked Diffley this. Uh, who I called Diffley? Riley Diffley. Um, Bennett. You. Yeah, Bennett. Who who are the teams that you think specifically won the tournament? Or not the tournament. What the fuck am I saying? The yeah, not, <laughs> the draft. The draft. The draft. The draft. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um you know, this might be a hot take. Okay. I thought the Lions had a good draft, man. And everybody said, why reach on Jameer Gibbs? Everybody said, you know, what are you doing? You have. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, but, you know, as, a, as a, a division rival to the Lions, I was paying close attention to what they were doing. You know, they went out and got Kendon Hooker pretty late. Um, he could be the guy after golf. I mean, how long, yeah. how much longer does golf have? A year, maybe two. Um, so I. And I like Hendon Hooker. He was one of my favorite quarterback prospects out of this class. I like him too. He's good. Yeah. And I, I think Jameer Gibbs is an absolute burner. He can carry the rock, but they got uh, Montgomery to do that. So um, I saw a report today that they're going to use him more as slot guy um, and a pass catcher. And, and he's unreal at that. He did that great at Bama. They flexed him out in 10 personnel, um, you know, started him in the backfield, moved him out to receiver in motion. You know, they can do a lot with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of the fact that they already have um, Jamison Williams once he's back from suspension. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, yeah, this guy. You know, they got raw. They got you know, they got guys. So um, I think the Lions had a good draft, um, and then uh, Steelers. Steelers had a good draft as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that they, they. I feel like every single year they just quietly reload the defense. Quietly, mm-hmm. I mean, they got. They got uh, the hometown kid, Porter Jr. His dad played for the Steelers. Um, so that was a huge pickup on day two that they had. Um, and, you know, I don't have my notes with me, but uh, I hate to say it, the Bears had a decent draft. Yeah, you know, they, did. they didn't really – they didn't do anything too special, but they didn't need to. They just needed offensive line help. Mm-hmm. And so they went out and got the star tackle. I think Darnell Wright's a guy. So I, I think the Bears look good. So, yeah, short answer, Lions, Steelers, Bears. I agree. I completely agree. And I, 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 would, put, um, I would put the put the Seahawks in that and that discussion, too. I think the Seahawks did well. And Diffley and I yeah. were talking about that. And then Diffley will tell you that the Eagles did well. And I'm gonna, I would agree with him there. Go ahead, Riley. Tell me why. Well, <laughs> we already talked about that a little bit. We got everything we needed. We stacked our defense. We – we went out and got some dogs, literally, um, becoming a whole Georgia Eagles or Philadelphia Bulldogs, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I like it. Um, I watched a video, Howie Roseman, I forget who he was calling, but he uh, he was like, you know how much it hurts me to pick all these Georgia Bulldogs as a, as a F- Florida Gator? But And then the guy responded with, but you want to win. And I agree. I mean, the Georgia Bulldogs, they know how to get it done right now. Um, if you want guys with winning culture, they're the guys you're going to go after. Mm. Jalen Carter, 
arguably one of the best players in the draft falls to nine. Um, that was yeah. that was huge. I loved that pick. Um, and then the Nolan Smith and the um, Kili Ringo, all of those guys. I mean, geez, it was it was a good draft for the Eagles. We got all we needed and we got it done. Yeah, I would have to agree. The Eagles did a good job on draft day, and you know they they were close already. I mean, they gave their quarterback 260 M's not too long ago because he, he literally backpacked them to a Super Bowl. Um, you know, didn't walk away a winner because they saw the best quarterback and the best coach probably the last decade. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, I think the Eagles did have a great draft. And, I mean, pretty easy to pick who's a winner and who's not when you just take all Georgia Bulldogs and they all got two <laughs> natty titles. So, right. um, yeah, great draft by the Eagles. I agree. I completely agree. Um, currently getting a call from, God, dude, Ryan's got a, this guy. My friends are just degenerates, you know. I mean, these guys, you know, they just can't get off my back here. But um, I, I talked about this a little bit uh, last week, but I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with it. The uh, the University of Colorado with the Dion at the, at the helm. A lot of the guys are going into the portal. They're um, You're getting in the portal. He brought his baggage, and they're they're saying, "Hey, we we understand you." Got and it's Louis out. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to hear what you guys thought about that, and how, if you guys think they're going to be good next year. B, I'll let you go first. Yeah, um, I mean, I got a lot to say about the Buffs. I uh, I actually got on the wagon pretty early. You know, we got family out of Denver, um, so you know, John. John was telling me, you know, the, the, the Buffs have some promise. They weren't very good. They weren't very good, but they did have a couple of good receivers. Um, and, and so I had actually – this all started because I found an, an old CU Buffs football hat last summer. My favorite hat. I just wear it just because I like the Buffs. I'm also a Nuggets guy. I mean, the fact that my boy uh, Jokic got snubbed by, for a third MVP is kind of <laughs> Here's one, here's one of these to Embiid, but, uh, I mean, the, the Nuggets are coming for it all. Since we didn't get that MVP, I can guarantee you Jamal and Jokic lift the trophy at the end of this year. But um, And know, MPJ. And MPJ. I mean, MPJ, <laughs> dude. But, uh, uh, you know, here's the thing about Colorado, man. Dion showed up day one, and he said, this is not the ball club that's going to be starting, you know, in, in August. And it, we're a, still a long way from August. So, um you know, it was no surprise that players were leaving. Now, 56 seems like a lot. That's about half the team. Yeah. But you know, they, there haven't been reports about the recruiting classes that he's got coming in. You know, nobody said a word about the transfers. Nobody said a word about JUCO guys he might be signing um, and giving scholarships to, which, by the way, he's got 56 open scholarships. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's reason to push the panic button on Colorado. Dion said he was going to do this. You know, he told guys straight up, if you don't want to be on this team and your spot might already be filled, you know, pack your bags and get out of here because I'm, I'm changing the culture. So mm. um, I actually I made a bet. Um, I'm not going to, you know, disclose who uh, who's on the other side of the bet, but I made a bet on Colorado wins over eight and a half. I took the over there. So I got Colorado. Whoa, 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 over eight and a half. I, I'm going to say this. I agree with you. I think oh, my. Are we serious? I, I expect uh, I expect a big upset, at least in Austin, or um, I don't know if they can pull it off at USC, but that sure would be something. I think Shadur Sanders is a great player. And by the way, Travis Hunter is the best player in college football. Yeah. You will find 
about that soon enough. I mean, that kid's a five-star. He's going to start on both sides of the ball. He turned down Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, the whole lot, so he could go play at Jackson State with Dion. Did they um, say that Dion he's going to play both, both ways already? Did they already come out and say that? They didn't have to say that. It, it, it will happen. It will happen. He's the best player on the field regardless. Um, I, I think he will play both ways. Uh, he's a DB at heart, but, man, he can catch the ball. So um, watch out for those buffs, man. Travis Hunter and Shadour, I'm just saying. Yeah, I love it. Um, I do. I do love it. Now, Diffley, what do you think about him? I think similar. Yeah, very, very similar. I think they're going to be, they're going to be just fine. Um, it's Dion. He knows what he's doing. Um, he's been around the sports forever. Like he, he is football. You think about football. You think about Dion Sanders. He's in that conversation. Um, so he knows, he knows the game. He knows what he's doing. He wants to change the culture. And he, he said it first press conference. He was there. He sat the team down. He said, when I come in, you guys stand up. If you're late, you're leaving no hats, no hoods, none of that foo foo stuff. If you're not about it, get the hell out of my, my locker room. He's got a culture. Yeah. Like if you don't think that you can compete for your spot and if you're scared to compete for that spot, then I don't want you on this team because Mm. if you're scared to compete with just your teammates for a spot and earn your right to play, then what's going to happen on Saturday when you when you have to earn your right to win that game? Like it's it starts from the bottom, and I think he realizes that. I think a lot of people got the wrong message from that, saying that oh my guys are better. I don't think that's necessarily what he was saying. I think he was yeah. saying if you're not about it, then you leave because we're going to win football games, and we're going to do that with whoever wants to win. I'm not just going to hand anybody anything. Right. So yeah. So. I, I love that. I love that. I, I honestly, I don't think, I don't see them being as successful as you guys do just because it is the first year. Now, can they get to that success level? hundred percent. I a hundred percent think that they can do that. But for me, it's just, uh, there's just too many moving parts for me right now. It's pretty chaotic up there in Colorado. And if there's somebody that can handle it, it is, it is going to be Dion. But uh, for me, I, I have them sitting around five or six wins, probably realistically, which if they went bowling, I think that's a success. After winning one game last year, I think going yeah. bowling is a success. Do I think they will? Probably not, but I think that's certainly a possibility. So that's that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much what I think about that. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, you're you're probably right around the realistic level of uh, where Colorado will be. Now we can't forget the pack is loaded now. I mean, yeah, US- oh yeah. Oregon, um, Oregon State reloaded. They went ahead and got DJU from uh, from Clemson. Yeah. Uh, don't forget about Cam Rising in Utah. Went ahead and won himself a Rose Bowl last year. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so, uh, so I mean, the, the pack is loaded. So, I, I get the hesitation about CU. Um, I just think they're coming to play ball, man. So, I'm excited to see what they got. A lot of swag up there. Now, we can, we can move back to the NFL real quick. This happened, you know, a little bit ago. But – the, the Jets went, went ahead and got Aaron Rodgers, and they, you know, they, they gave up quite a bit for him. But I want to know, uh, did, did you guys like this move from the Jets? What did you think about it? I'll let Riley take this first. Um, I don't know. I mean, Rodgers is Rodgers. So he's going to come in. He's going to be good. He's got weapons. He's got Garrett Wilson. He's got guys. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, and this is my personal opinion. I think Rogers is a cancer to locker room culture. Mm. I, I don't really like the guy. 
um, when it comes to that aspect of football. Um, he's a great player, one of the best arm talents we've ever seen. So I'm not going to knock him for that, but he's kind of – I feel like he's very standoffish. He's very, if you're not my guy, then I don't care, like, whatever. He was saying stuff about if you don't sign these guys, then I'm going to be pissed off and not play, which they ended up doing. They went and got Randall Cobb too, yeah. um, which was one of the guys that he said he would love to have on his roster still, um, which I don't completely understand because he's older than dirt. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, you get a good talent in Rodgers. Um, but also the way that him and Zach Wilson were already kind of beefing, I like I just don't like how they're set up for that locker room culture. Cause Zach Wilson, I mean, not good. He's not, but he he said whoever comes in here into this quarterback room, he's gonna I'm give gonna them make, help. Yeah, I'm gonna make practice difficult. And then didn't Rogers say something about, yeah, you can do that off the field and I'll worry about the stuff on the field. Like, I think it's funny. I don't think it's as serious to me. I think I mean, the Jets yeah, are going to be know, fine. Even even to say that, like, I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. Just have have some good competition, but don't make yeah. it toxic. Yeah, I've ne- I've never been a, a, an Aaron Rodgers guy per se. Uh, I mean, he's just absolutely just slapped the Vikings around for quite some time. So prima donna. I, yeah, he, he's a little prima donna ish, and I, I think the thing with New York that 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 you know attracted him was was the 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 bright lights of of the big city um along with the fact that that the jets wanted him there you know mm. and his in his last couple of seasons in green bay it kind of seemed like lafleur versus rogers yeah 100% um, kind of having to take sides on that matter um where the jets just came out and said hey rogers we want you we want to go win a title you know you haven't done that in quite some time so um you know, let, let's go win a title. Um, and not only that, the Jets respected what Rodgers wanted too. And, you know, they went out and got his guys. They went and got Lazard. They went and got Randall Cobb on the deal. I mean, um, just – keep going. Yeah, just uh, just one of those things. I, I think the Jets are primed. Um, as far as locker room culture, I'm not too sure. Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and, uh, and uh, Sauce were sitting courtside with Jessica Alba, I believe. Uh, huh. at uh, at the Knicks game last night. Or, yes, or I saw that. So uh, as far as locker room culture, it kind of seems like Aaron's trying to, you know, get with the guys and and, uh, and just kind of see see how things are going. But, it, you know, I think the Jets are a problem in the AFC, but the AFC is absolutely loaded. So we'll see. Very loaded. Yeah, very loaded. Um, if you guys wouldn't mind, we can, we can move to this top five. I got to uh, be out of here in a little bit, but – I think we do have time for this top five, and this is something I mentioned to Diffley and uh, Bennett because you were a little late, you didn't hear it, but we are doing top five appetizers uh, this week, and it's not a draft. So once somebody selects something, it's not off the board. It's just okay. your top. It's just your top five. We're gonna go person by person. We're not gonna do like a snake draft or anything like that. Okay. Um, so what did you say that top five was? Top five. Uh, top five appetizers. Appetizers. Okay. Appetizers. Okay, right. So you go to a restaurant. Okay. What are you getting there? Um, you can be okay. specific if you want to. I'm not really <laughs> gonna be that way. We got Ryan warming up something in, in the microwave right hey, now. Tell but... Ryan that Aaron Rodgers sucks. Hey Ryan, Aaron uh, Riley Diffie says Aaron Rodgers sucks. Yeah, fucking right. Well, <laughs> I actually don't care anymore because he's not my fucking team. Yeah, he said he doesn't care anymore because he's not on the team. But 
Yeah, he. I mean, I don't know. Um, if you want, I, I mean, I can go first. I, I really don't mind. All right, um, yeah, go, go ahead then. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because you know that way I can kind of get some of this some of this out there. So um, at five, this is something I I I do enjoy. Kind of when I was younger, but now now I still enjoy it. Is toasted ravioli. I enjoy some toasted ravioli coming out. That's always a, a good sign that's going to be a great dinner. So I've got uh, I've got toasted ravioli at my five. We move to the four spot where I'm going to put uh, fried calamari. I think oh, fried calamari is is something for me that like I was a little bit scared to eat at first, but once you start to enjoy it, it's like kind of like uh, it's basically just like fried chicken, but it's pretty pretty exquisite taste. So I really like the calamari there. Um, and then next, I'm going to go spinach art and artichoke dip. Okay, yeah. this is something for me that like that this has really grown on me because if you know me, I'm not a vegetable guy, never have been, um, still am not. But the spinach artichoke artichoke dip i will make a uh, exception there i really like the spinach and artichoke dip next we have chips and queso okay mm-hmm. chips and queso pretty similar to the artichoke dip but you go to a Mex- mexican spot this is absolutely needed for the ap- appetizer for sure chips and queso is excellent and my number one overall appetizer is going to be pretzel bites there you okay go. pretzel bites pretzel sticks uh, those are without a doubt like oh my gosh sometimes i like get too locked in on those and by the time my other food comes out i'm already full what's up good number one good number one right ryan likes my number one all right thanks ryan but anyway that is my uh five through one and whoever wants to go next can that was uh but that's mine you want me to go is that what you're saying yeah I'll... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, he's letting so him go one that i really like at, at my five um it's not really not really popular anywhere else other than one real spot. Um, I'm going with the corner butcher bites, you know, mm. uh, a little a little bite, little sirloin wrapped in bacon and cheese. Can't beat it. Fantastic. So Have had um, it. So that's my five. Four. I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with just just rolls, just dinner rolls, specifically Texas Roadhouse. Mm. Um, you can't you can't really beat you can't really beat a good roll in my opinion. Um, and then three gotta go chips and queso you can't you can't put that you can't not have that in your top five because you're getting that any mexican restaurant you go to um two this may be um a little out there um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with uh fried pickles whoa i don't i don't like that at all i'm gonna be honest i I like that pick i love fried pickles so much God. Um, every time the Diffley family goes out to eat, if fried pickles are on the menu, we're getting them. Um, and then at the one, I don't like that at all. I, <laughs> I, don't, I hate that. Dude, if you're watching one, this, if you're still going through this episode, leave a comment. Are you is fried pickles a W or no? Leave a comment. W or L for fried fried pickles. I like that. Oh, but, dude, what what's my one? Oh gosh. Oh, you don't know your one. Oh no. Ah, uh, that's such. Well, because I was gonna take pretzel bites. Well, you can still do that. You can still do that. I just feel like I can't. No, no, you could. I mean, there could be a consensus. Number one, I feel like that—that's something that could happen. All right. Well, then I'm gonna switch it up on you, and I'm gonna take uh, a good old, a good old wing. Good old wing. You got some pizza coming. You get the wings as the appetizer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wings as the appetizer. That's a bold play. Yep. yep. I don't wow. hate it. I don't hate it. Usually, a wing does come with the appetizers on the menu. So. I don't that's hate true. That 
Um, let me Come let me in. let me walk you through the mind of a Bennett Diffley here. Oh, I let's think do it. I, I respect your guys' chip play, but but I think my five spot has got to be chips and queso or chips and dip in general. Mm. Um, you know, skin restaurant. You guys are right. That's a staple appetizer, but don't sleep on a good salsa. You know, if a Mexican mm. place has banging salsa, gotta go salsa. But the queso is also a place, so I'm gonna go chips and dip there at five. Can I put you? Cuisine. Can I put you down for? Um, can I put you down for chips and salsa at five, and then maybe honorable mention? Could I put you at chips and queso? Is that something I can yeah, do? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because I have chips and queso, so if I had you for chips and dip, it would kind of be a little bit, a little bit. I uh, hear you. I'll, yeah. I'll specify. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a queso honorable mention. Um, okay. Number four. Uh, you know, I don't hate that fried pickles play. Uh, I know you. I know you don't like it, Drew. But I think it's a reasonable four spot. You know, it's not going to knock your. Spot Listen, off, I'm just. I'm just a picky a son of a bitch. Great. You I know. Get that. I get yeah. that. If if a place does if a place does the fried pickles right, it's absolutely. Um, my three spot, my three spot for apps. I think I'm going toasted wraps. That's an undefeated St. Louis appetizer. Yep. I mean, if you don't know what a wrap is, you're absolutely sleeping. Like yeah. you're, 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 you, you've been in a coma or hibernation or some sort of medical condition where you've been asleep for too long <laughs> you need to, to, to be awoken by the doctors and try a toasted rav. It'll right. change your life. Uh, two spot, two spot. I'm going to go ahead and go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go. It's I'm going to go pretzel bites at two. Wow. Part of me wanted to go one. Part of me wanted to go one, but I knew I had I knew I had this appetizer in my back pocket that you both failed to mention. I think and I my number one undisputed that. champ of appetizers, mozzarella sticks. Yeah, I was, ah. not sticks? I was just about to say I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take that as my number one. On there. Yeah, you can What's honorable it? mention it, but that's my number one draft pick overall. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. Mozzarella sticks are king where I come from. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Yep, they are fire. Wow. I was thinking, as you were going through yours, I was like, he's going to say it. I forgot it. Or any variation of a fried cheese something. Or yeah, that. like a Emo's Pro Bell Bite. Mm, cheese curds, fire. Like yeah. anything Emo's like Pro Bell cheese curd over literally anything else all day. Bro, Truman's Pepper Jack cheese Oh, bite. cheese oh, curds. Bro, yes. Okay, okay. Cheese curds are my honorable mention. Cheese curds are my honorable mention. 100%. Okay, all right. Okay, hundred percent. I was thinking uh, of that or had, wings. Have you had Truman's pepper jack cheese bites? Um, I don't think I have. I can't you, say I have. They're huge. You gotta get them. They are so right. gas. Next time I'm back, I'll, I gotta get them. I gotta get them. Right. Anyway, yep. um, the the lists are gonna be up on on IG when this drops. So be sure to go and uh, and vote on it because that will be on my story. Um, we'll see who wins. I think last week I forgot to check who won last week, but it was pretty close with our. Um, what did we draft last week? Oh yeah, there was a uh, fast foods, fast food restaurants last week, and um, I think Ryan came out with a W. So so that's I, I mean, think Culver's might have been the most bold take out of all of those, dude. Culver's yeah, at one is crazy. Culver's at one is wild. I told Jack that. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. I told Jack that. But anyway, um, it was super awesome having these guys on. Definitely, definitely gonna ha- have to have you guys on again. Um, you know, as time goes on. But anyway, any any last words for the podcast, boys? Uh, fly Eagles, fly. I mean, what a pleasure to be on the Sports Society podcast. You know, I've been on a couple podcasts in my day. Uh, this one <laughs> was short lived, uh, brief. I, you know, I had to make a quick quick entrance and and hear a quick exit. But uh, 
you know, I, I mean, I love what the boys are doing over at Sports Society. Drop You'll be a back. Blow them up. I'll be back. You know, um, you guys don't want to hear me talk about NBA, but I will talk about NBA for. We got to do so. it. We got to. We'll, we'll probably we, we could have you on before the uh, before the finals. We'll get you on about the NBA. We'll yeah, let's that. do a finals. Let's do a finals episode. Hey, we, I'm down we for didn't that. Even get into golf today. We got to get into golf later too. We'll do it. We'll do it all. We'll do it all as as Holy the season bucks. goes on. But yeah, we were a little bit tight on time, uh, everybody. But thank you for bearing with us. That was another episode of Sports Society. Thanks for listening or watching. Whatever the hell you did. And make sure to check out our socials at Sports Society Pod on all platforms. Thank you.